Well, guess what I don't have pulled up is the blurb. I don't I didn't even type the blurb out. Um this is uh well hello. Oh do you mean oh do you mean the intro? <laughs> the like, intro, not oh, the wow. Oh no, I'm not li- no. I thought you meant the episode blurb. I was like, no, no, I no, 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 no. it up. This is Bingo Choom in K-pop tunes, and I'm Reina, also known as Choom. And I'm Bingo, also known as Lacey. <laughs> we did that opposite. <laughs> and today, we're going to have another fun episode. We're going to talk about SM's new girl group, ESPA, I think is how you say it. And also, we're going to touch on the fact that um, second and third generation idols are just like coming out of the woodwork lately. You would know. I would not. <laughs> you haven't seen me yelling on Twitter? Well, it just seems like I just feel like you've just known them longer. So I'm just like, oh, they've been out for like ever. Wait, you mean the new girl group or the old, the second and third gen generation idols? Wow, just gen generation. I know the ones you talk about sometimes they are younger. So I'm like, oh, this is like something different. No, oh, I've been yelling about like CN Blue. <laughs> b2b like idols that you know lacy <laughs> well whenever i come on here on twitter that's not what i see twitter fix your timeline i follow a lot of people so well then just make an account to follow me make a stan account for just me wow <laughs> <laughs> okay before we get started um this is a reminder you are so bold i've never heard you say that <laughs> okay i'm just gonna go on our account and just look for your tweets i'll read through them every day (laughs) this is a reminder to everyone despite me saying that um we're not experts or professionals on the topics discussed if there's any information through our research that's presented incorrectly out of date or uh what is it incorrectly or out of date please let us know incorrectly just incorrect just incorrect in general we're just two fans sharing our personal opinions while trying to be informative and are here to have fun yeah so we don't think this is i don't well at least i don't think it's going to be a super long episode of what we're talking about today i don't either for either of the topics i decided to squeeze in the second topic just as a kind of filler because i didn't think the first topic's going to be super long Mm -hmm. but i'm curious about it they i actually watched their music video i when i texted you we should talk about them they hadn't debuted and i didn't remember when their debut was but apparently it was yesterday oh wow i didn't know that i didn't either i just woke up today and i saw the music video and i was like oh they debuted now officially wow well i guess we can tell people like who is this group who is what is it how do you espa espa i believe is how you say it because i think that's what i heard in the music video i only watched the music video once though which is kind of unheard of for me. I usually watch things a couple of times, but I have time. So this, this is a judgment-free zone. I haven't <laughs> watched it at all. So you're ahead. That's okay. I mean, I didn't tell you that it came out. I just I woke up today and I was like, oh, it's out. Interesting. I guess I'm surprised because they posted that teaser on their Instagram, and it seemed like oh, there was gonna be like more teasers. Maybe I'm tripping. 
No, because those teasers, when I gave you their Instagram, those teasers would be coming out for like two weeks at that point. Mm. Okay, well. <laughs> so I probably just confused you. But um, for those of you who don't know, probably like I see, <laughs> ESPA is SM Entertainment's newest girl group. It is comprised of four members. I believe they're all in their teens, like anywhere from 16 to 19, maybe 20. I didn't really look up all of them. I know a couple of their names are like Giselle, Ning Ning, and then I don't know the other two. So that was exactly a couple. So we can just go through. I've been looking at their little teasers, each one. There's Winter, there's Giselle, like you said. Ning Ning is one. Ning Ning, and then Karina, Karina. Their concept, SM's been, they kind of made it sound like that they were doing this like concept as a project that's been like lifelong sort of thing. So it started with EXO and their superpowers multiverse concept that was introduced, how they came from like different planets with different powers, and then went into NCT with their Neo City concept. So like they're futuristic, they're in this mm-hmm. city, I guess. I have, I don't know really what theirs was or how to com- explain it correctly, but it was Neo City. This is supposed to be an AI concept. So these girls, it's a four-member girl group, and they all have artificial intelligence counterparts. So they have like avatar counterparts, all four of them, which is kind of cool in theory if you think about like, for example, Mm -hmm. Riot Games and League of Legends has their girl group that they created, their K-pop girl group that created they created off of characters from the game League of Legends. But those are not real people. And so the catch with this group Espa is these avatars are the girls in AI form. And so it's been not settling well with a lot of people because the girls are all pretty much underage. The avatars look much older, much more mature, have a lot shorter clothes. Just the concept is really weird. And Mm -hmm. SM was marketing it as like these avatars. While the girls can't be present 24-7 for fans, these avatars will be. And that just has been worrying a lot of people because it's like, that's going to create some really weird and entitled fans. Mm -hmm. Is there anything else we want to say about this group before we get into our own opinions or like what other people are saying? Not really. Like, that's just really a lot of what people are saying. Their music video just dropped, so I haven't heard too much about it. I listened to it. It was very generic. The music video was, like, bright and pretty and very aesthetically pleasing to look at. Like, it was just a cool futuristic kind of pop, poppy video, vibrant video. But the song was just a very generic, like, for a debut. Mm -hmm. It didn't really feel very SM to me. Like, Red Velvet. Shiny, EXO, even NCT all have their specific vibe and like flavor to their music, and I didn't really feel that with them. Most of what a lot of people have been saying are just like their concern about the AI, just because the way SM is marketing it, they're worried that it's going to bring fans that are like entitled or because they're underage and the AIs are marketed kind of like sexy, they're worried it's going to bring in like men mm, well i can say that none of these girls are 16 are they not? i didn't actually look up their age i know they're not i did so the youngest is actually 18 oh, okay. and 
one member is 19. So Ningning Ning is 18, Winter is 19, Giselle is 20, and Karina is 20. So they're not, to me, they're still babies. Yeah, they're still but they're not young. But they're not like 16 or 15. Like if they were that age, that's when I'd be like, what the heck is going on? And my first reaction towards this is that I think this is really different and it's not in a bad sense because you mentioned the League of Legends group. There are actually influencers that are AIs. Yeah, there are. And they um, look like a brother and sister and they look like real people. Yes, and they're not the only ones. It's like a, a bunch of AIs and it's really weird because they look so realistic and the AIs are... Depending on, I can't remember even which one it was, but some of them have like friend groups and that friend group are all AIs and they like comment on things. It's very odd. I don't really know how I feel about that in a sense of being an influencer, but I also get it, but I don't agree with it. However, this one is, I feel like is just, if I were to act like I was 18, even now, I just think this is just a really different concept. And it's different and I appreciate it from SM. I just I feel like it would have been better to go the route of like the cartoon version of them, the AI version are like for other members of the group instead of it being based on Yeah, them. so what what I felt like when I was watching all these in just thinking about I guess the concept of this about how they have their own AI I don't really see the point of this because the AI alternative is really cool but I don't see this being so different that people are going to rely more on like the AIs than they are on the actual people (laughs) um and you said that like the music video or the song was really generic but I think that's just because of their budget. Because if they're yeah working with AIs, that's a lot of money. Thing too that really was interesting is watching the music video with how much they focused teaser wise and like discussing the concept itself of the AIs. Only mm-hmm. two of the AIs appeared for very brief seconds in the music video, and I really expected him to be like an even split sort of thing. But it wasn't Mm -hmm. at all. And so when I watched the music video, I was like, so what the heck did they introduce AI versions of them for? Why did they make the AI such a like focus point of this concept? Because they weren't even in the music video. They probably are realizing it's a lot more than that. Because how long does it how long did it really take for the League of Legends to come out with their music videos? You barely see them. Because it's yeah. so rare to, for it to and come I out. Think between the first music video that they released for these characters for League of Legends mm-hmm. versus this most recent comeback that they just had in November. It was two years, I think. Yeah, so I I just really doubt it takes, I really doubt it takes like a few months to make a full music video of AIs. It's just, I'm comparing it to any animated movie like Pixar or Disney. Like that takes time. So for just two of them to pop up, I'm not gonna really it's like disappointing but sm is known for being very fast <laughs> with their outputs true 
And if they didn't meet the deadline, they didn't meet the deadline. Because even with these teasers that they're promoting on their Instagram, you can see how the concept changes between each introduction of the member. And it's weird. It doesn't, it's not weird. I won't say that. I won't be like that nitpicky. It's just very noticeable. Like with, who was that? With Karina, her concept for her teaser was just very accurate of what they're trying to show what this is like, like what this is. And the same with Ningning, her teaser was kind of similar. I didn't really get that with Giselle. Giselle was like rapping the entire time. You barely saw the AI. She only popped up like twice and there wasn't like an introduction of oh, this is my AI, like me meeting my AI, this is who we are. And the same goes for, like Winter didn't even have that on the Instagram. I just think that's a weird way to promote stuff. Like how you just, it just seems like they come to to a meeting and they're just like, let's keep. Yeah. It doesn't seem like it's cohesive in that sense. But when I first, I, I thought it was cool. And then how you mentioned that people are worried about them being so young and then like they have their AI. If I am being completely honest, I just don't think it's that over-sexualized. Yeah. I think a lot of the issue with that specific portion of it is people are worried because SM was saying that the AI are going to be like available 24-7. I don't know how they're going to do that. Like, are they going to make a Weaver sort of thing? But I think a lot of people's worry with that was that by stating like these AIs are going to be available 24-7, it's just going to add fuel to this um, saucing issue Mm. and make fans just feel really entitled and just kind of add to like the possibility of there being stalkers and fans that are like, no, you said they were marketed to be here available 24-7 like why don't I have access to them I could see that in a sense of like well Giselle said we were best friends so we're best friends yeah (laughs) if AI Giselle said it then real Giselle definitely means it I could see it in that sense yeah it's really just having to see how this plays plays out the AIs do have more of a figure but their outfits don't match of the concept for the girls they just look older like the AIs don't they just look older and they don't really match the actual person yeah and I think that's where I'm kind of on the fence about it like I want to give the girls a chance because they just debuted obviously they've been working years for this but the fact that SM was like these are their alter egos like these are the them in AI form and they don't look anything like the girls and then for them to be so young and like to have figures like that a lot of people were complaining too about like well that's just insane body proportion standards to pressure these girls into like what if they get self-conscious and look at the AI and they're just like I'm not them because people like the AI better but I think that's why I personally was mentioning earlier I think it would have been better to make it like an quote eight member group and have the four real people and then have the four AI people. Mm -hmm. That would have been better. Because they don't look like the girls at all. And I feel like the concepts and like the feel that the AI girls give off versus the real girls give off are just completely different from each other. 
And so mm-hmm. I think it would have been maybe cooler to do the four real girls, four AI girls, but they're all the same group, ESPA. Mm-hmm. Especially looking at, for example, like Riot's KDA. I like KDA. Like, I listen to them. I also play the game. But those aren't real people at all. So there's no there's no backlash on that because they're not real people at all. And so that doesn't feel as awkward of a concept to me because they're just video game characters that Riot was like, we're going to make music for them and give them like a whole other background and storyline. I just feel like I'm more on the fence about them looking more provocative than what people think. Because like I get like they have more womanly figures the AIs do but I don't really like when it comes to the outfits that both of them are wearing I feel like they're just outfits honestly (laughs) like yeah like they're flashy k-pop outfits skirts are always short it just it's all sparkle and fun it's to get your attention and when it comes to the actual girls it just looks (laughs) it just looks normal to me (laughs) and even with their promos like they weren't accentuating the AI's figures or anything at least not so far they do show cleavage for the AI's and I'm just kind of like that's kind of weird it's not really needed (laughs) like if you're gonna do these cuts like I think they're doing it because that's just a proportion of that body figure that they made and I don't know until like the AI's just start sliding down poles or something (laughs) Or just something just very alarming to me. I don't... Like, I see why people are worried. I just think to give the group a little bit of a chance. (laughs) Like, don't don't quit those... I don't think people aren't going to give them a chance. I think they're just weirded out by the concept itself because of, like... It's so different. But, like I said, I personally... I I just think SM should have made it four girls and then four AIs. Mm -hmm. And it could be because they're just trying to do it first. Yeah. Like, because of everything that's happening with AIs in general, they just feel like there's a market for that. Yeah. I think that was one thing, though, that just really tripped people up with these girls in this group debuting. Just, like, going through Twitter and seeing what some of my mutuals and everybody are saying about it, too, was the fact that Mm -hmm. the AIs are the girls. That, to them, is weird. I can tell you right now, I like the girls more than the AIs. I'm just like, these girls are so (laughs) cute. And the concept or like the teasers that they have are so cool. I will admit the AI with the short hair though, I like her. She's cute. Her like art for the teaser mm-hmm. that was posted just before their debut where it was just the AIs. Her art was cute. Her expression was cute. And I was like, huh, I think you're the only one that I actually paid attention to. Oh, they're all super cute. Like the ARs are cute. Okay. Like you can't go wrong with, oh yeah, the one with the short hair. She, she has some spunk. I see it. Homegirl <laughs> with. The purple hair. Who is that? Who? I just watched your teaser. Karina. Yeah, Karina. Karina's so cool. She looks so cool and looks like she goes hard, but she's really sweet. Like, that's teaser. <laughs> that's teaser. She was just super sweet. And then I watched her her interview with her, with both of them. Yeah. Like the AI and the real girl. Yeah. It was very, what took me out of it was just like her voice. The AI's voice. It was very AI. Yeah, I think. I think they could have done that a little bit better because, for example, with KDA, League actually found, like, real people 
to voice That's my them. thing. It's just like, if you're doing this, if they're just the same person, why not use the same voice? Yeah, why didn't they use her, their voices? That's, it's weird. Like, it, it, it's not, I'm going to stop saying weird. It reminded me of, which is not bad, it's not bad when I say this, Vocaloids. <laughs> Because I was that girl. I love, I still love them. I still listen to the music. (laughs) But that's just what, if anything, if people are getting attached to the Android or the AI, it's because it's just, at least the voices are different. They're two completely different people. That's what it sounds like to me. Yeah. And they even look like two different people. But SMS marketing them as the same person. It's not going to work. It just looks different. Yeah. (laughs) At least if they were going to make that AIs look different like okay I get that maybe this is how they visualize themselves whatever but why aren't their voices the same I get yeah. that one I'm I'm on the same page with you on that one the voice really tripped me up because even with me knowing that this was their concept it just didn't it doesn't resonate with me that way I still see it as a eight member group yeah and that I think that's what they should have like explained it as to begin with. That's would have been really cool. It would have it because I don't know. It just makes it makes the concept more interesting, I guess. Especially if you're gonna have interviews with them. Yeah, like, you're interviewing one person. <sighs> and with like COVID right now, that would have been such a cool concept too to have the AIs available online. Because I know League has posted Riot has posted videos of like the members of kda doing like interviews and doing like voice calls and that Mm. sort of thing so it would have been so cool with covid going on right now i just really feel like they just don't have a big enough team for that stuff i just don't think they do i i know and it's sm they i i personally have the opinion of they don't know what they're doing with nct still even though they were like oh this is the concept the neo city concept i still don't think they have any freaking clue what they're doing with nct and so now i'm like looking at this and like for exo too they the most recently we've seen any mention of exo's superpowers again was in super m (laughs) why or they dropped that portion of exo a long time ago like there's no been no mention of it forever and so like with this i'm just like well how long is this gonna stick around so stupid (laughs) How, or how large of a focus is it going to be, I guess, is the better. Well, it's going to have to actually stick because that's their, they make it sound like it's the main thing. They do, but like you said, budget, their team, I don't think is big enough. Um, apparently, the management team that came up with this ESPA as a concept too, reportedly, from what I read online, is the same management team that did Red Velvet, like pitched Red Velvet. Mm-hmm. So. I'm kind of, I don't know, it's just, it's like more of a how long is it, not not a how long is it going to stick around, but more of a like how big of a focus is it going to be? They'll probably mention the AI, but how like active is that portion of this going to be? Mm-hmm. And if the girls are that busy, like are they busy with their regular life or do you mean they're busy with like promo I don't really understand. I don't get it. Because if it's if it's like they're so busy yeah. living their regular lives that we're only going to do an album every few years with an awesome music video, <laughs> it just doesn't week. really, I don't know. Like, I see what you guys are trying to do. It's just going to take a lot more effort. And if you're going to show like two cuts of an AI, of two AIs in a music video, 
and not even the whole crew. What are you doing? Like, what's just extend the deadlines then? If it's if it's just you couldn't meet the deadline, but it's not my company, it's not my group. <laughs> True. I've I'm curious to see where it goes though, and like I said, I want to give them a chance. The music video was a little bit, and the song were a little bit generic for my taste. It didn't really have that SM like flair, but I. I'm curious to see where it goes and what happens. And like we were saying, the AI, the art, the girls look really cute. Yeah, I we'll see. So I'm not gonna like. I have no idea. Just commit time. No, to I'm them. not. I I'm, won't. I'm not gonna commit time to them. But it'll probably be like, oh, Espa's having a comeback. Okay, let's watch, see what's new. But I'm probably mm-hmm. not gonna like commit myself to seeking them out and searching right. them. Well, I guess let us know what you guys think. If you think, like, am I wrong? Are, uh, are we right? Do you agree? Do you disagree? You know, lay it out. <laughs> let us know what specific worries you had with this group, or if you had any worries. At yeah. All you like, thought do, you, do you think people are tripping, or do they have a right to be, or, like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Ready for part two, because I, I still can't believe you didn't see me yelling i only saw it like once and i was going to sleep (sighs) okay well because you were tweeting it was very late my time okay okay well uh it was three two or three weeks ago now yg entertainment confirmed that g dragon is preparing for a comeback a solo oh yeah yeah i I find very curious because we haven't heard any of his solo stuff even before he went into the army so I'm, I'm like, really, like, what the heck is he going to sound like? Do I even want new music from, like, him solo? Like, what, what is this going to be? <laughs> I don't read it like that. Like, I still like G-Dragon, but he had such a specific and distinct style. Yeah, like, is it still going to stick? Yeah, is it still going to stick? Because that's not, he, his style is not what, like, it influenced a lot of K-pop, but ever since him and Big Bang went to the army, it's kind of, Mm-hmm. not gone in that direction anymore so I'm kind of wondering like is he going to come back with a different style is he going to go with a more mainstream style is it going to influence the younger groups again like what what is going to happen because he's <laughs> I, G-Dragon I am very curious too I don't know it's just a very high bar to reach it is because you're just that big of an idol yeah like he he's the expectations for him are already so high and so i Mm -hmm. and he's a perfectionist anyway on top of it so it's kind of curious to see how how this will grow and how it's going to because he's tree dragon and everybody knows big bang um maybe not fan wise but everyone in the k-pop industry who is actually an idol knows big bang yeah i i'm wondering if it's gonna influence like newer idols are they gonna try and mimic his sound or go for like that style like what there's just a lot of possibilities right now for me to not answer i'm just yeah i think i'm more i'm excited i'm just very excited for him i am too it's it'll be nice to have all of them slowly like coming back but i just g-dragon i'm we haven't heard any of the solo stuff and so and i know his last like Mm -hmm. album i wasn't super fan of what wait because which one was it that I know? I know I liked like Crayon and then One of a Kind. Coupe d'état. You didn't like that? I liked some of the songs on it, but not 
all of them. And I remember, what was the title song on that? Who You or Crooked? Yeah, I I listened to it once and then I was like, okay. What? <laughs> yeah. I really liked this album. It was so good. I liked a lot of the songs on the album, like the B-sides, which is just really common for me. But like, I don't know, Coop de Tot, I was just kind of eh. And then Crooked, I think Crooked I liked a little bit more. But I remember it not being my utmost favorite from him. Wow. So I'm, that's another reason I'm kind of like, what's going to happen with this comeback? I haven't listened to this in a long time, but... I can I can see one, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, I liked like more than half the album. Hmm. Interesting. It was just very it was just really different and he featured people I really liked. Yeah, that's like Missy Elliott was on there. I didn't really care for that song. I never care for songs where like you got somebody from America on there. Yeah. I get it. But um whatever. <laughs> it's not gonna work. But uh, I like that. No, that was that was a song too. Especially Big Bang had a more hip hop feel too in that era of K pop that they came out of was really big on the hip hop sound mm-hmm. and R and B sound. And K pop's kind of gone towards like an EDM lately. Yeah, and that's so, why that's why I have not been into it. <laughs> well, that's why I'm curious. Like, what what is him coming back going to do to K pop as a whole and how is it going to influence it Hmm. but also after g-dragon announced or like yg confirmed that g-dragon was going to have a comeback at some point and was working on solo work a bunch of other groups from like second and third generation just started announcing comebacks so cn blue had a comeback and then b2b had like an unofficial comeback it wasn't all of them which I thought it was, and I got really excited. It ended up being the Hyung line, so it was like Peniel, Minhyuk. I don't remember who else was part of the Hyung line, but it was like they debuted as a subunit, so B two B for you. I saw Joan post about it. I don't follow a lot of idols because I just don't want that all on my Instagram feed all the time. But Peniel would pop up in Joan's vlogs a lot. And then when she was talking about on her, about him on her IG, I was like, oh, my God, like, y'all are still out here making music. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I actually opened YouTube earlier today and one of Joan's vlogs popped up and it was her and Peniel getting a manicure. Because before her and Christian did it. Oh, and I guess she's just trying to make it a um a thing. Like she's trying to get all her guy friends to get a manicure because Christian's never gotten one. And I'm wondering if Peniel has. Huh, which I'm I sure I didn't watch it, but now I wonder. I wonder if he's gotten him his nails done like that before. But Christian was just like, I've never done this before. <laughs> and the manicurist was saying how perfect his nails were. <laughs> and and Joan was just like really amused about it. that's cool though but yeah they they had a comeback cn blue had a comeback and i know i think you know that i really like cn blue Mm -hmm. they are a three-member group now because of events that had happened in the last couple of years um so that was an interesting thing too watching the music video and seeing they kept (laughs) the other three members like the original lineup but I was curious when they announced their comeback. I was like, how is this going to work as a three-member 
understand. Did it sound like anything changed? Yeah, his voice was missing. You could tell because he had such a distinct voice. I don't want to say his name because he used to be my bias and I'm very upset with him. He doesn't deserve. No, doesn't he, deserve. <laughs> um, his voice was missing though and he had a very distinct voice. And so that was kind of prominent but overall the sound from them didn't really change they went with like a slower song which was kind of nice considering a couple of them i think just came back from the army i think mm-hmm. yanghua just recently came back from the army so they went with kind of like a slower song for their title but it sounded really nice and then yanghua's vocals i think made up for the void that he had left mm-hmm. it still sounded like cm3 though it was just really weird to listen and be like, hmm, because you could tell something was missing. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, the sound still. Well, still. At least it wasn't like, yeah, at least it wasn't horrible. Yeah, no, it, it was one of those things where it was just so jarring that it was different. Yeah, it wasn't different. It still sounded like CN Blue. So it still worked out. It was just one of those things where it was like you noticed that something was off mm-hmm. and then on top of well on the topic of just second and third generation idols in general Dujun came back from the military Kikwang came back from the military Minho is back from the military shiny is a complete quartet again it's so crazy how like all of these idols are coming back I know back, I, back, I, I didn't even realize <laughs> I didn't even realize it was that like time yet mm-hmm. And I, I got, like, the news story that popped up, and he's like, Minho's back. And I was like, oh, what? And then Minho, straight from his release, in his uniform, went to one of Taemin's stages at a music show, and there were, like, behind-the-scene photo pictures and everything. And I was like, oh, they're all there to support him. <laughs> you know what I also saw? I think Daehyun is about to enlist from BOP. Yeah, yeah, he, I think I saw the news for that, too. He's about to enlist. He posted his hair getting cut. Oh, and he doesn't. He... too. I saw that. I'm so mad. He, he kept talking about it, and I was like, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. It doesn't matter. And then, he, well, you, no, the uh, thing with Crush is he kept talking about it, and I was like, and back in, like, January, February, I was like, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. And then Zico enlisted before him, and I was like, I don't know what's going on, but okay. And so I just stopped thinking about it. And then all of a sudden, Crush enlisted. And I was like, you know what? I'm so <laughs> mad. You had me built up and thinking you were leaving. Well, you like, know what? Half a year ago. <laughs> he definitely put out one last album before then. And it's a good album. It is, yeah. If you guys haven't listened to it, I definitely recommend it. If you like um, R&B, you're going to like it. And... If you are into Selection Radio, that's on SoundCloud, but they're also on every other platform, and you watch, what music video is that? He made a music video from that album, and Esta, or somebody is on there. Someone I know is on there that's part of Selection Radio, and I just thought that was really cool. I was like, oh my god, they're best friends. They know each other. (laughs) (laughs) It was really exciting. But if you're into if you're into R and B and you're into soul, you're gonna love that album. Oh, I do have a question. Yeah. I don't know if you did it yet. Did you ever listen to DPR's album? I did not. No, I haven't oh, had a chance to. I'll forgive you. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. When we list, when I do listen, we will do another roundtable music review thing that we did because that'd be fun. Because I definitely, I'm pretty sure I put that on my. What did I put it on? Like our top 
favorite albums or something like that. I'm pretty sure I did. I think you did. I believe you did. But yeah, I will listen, and then in the meantime, we will admire everybody from our generation of K-pop having comebacks or coming yeah, back to the military. It's really cool to see all those people coming back. But then also a lot of people are going. Yeah. It's it's just that time. We're at that age. <laughs> <laughs> but it's been really cool too for some of them. Like I know there's a lot of these idols coming back, but it's also been really awesome to see idols having comebacks now too. Like seeing Blue and BTB, I that was completely unexpected. I feel like I got blindsided. Kong's been back officially for well maybe not officially officially, but since the announcement, he's been back for like a day and he's already been on a show. I don't know if it's like an official show or if it's just like a YouTube series, but he was already an announcer or like a host for a show with one of mm-hmm. the members from the K-pop group Ace. And so I'm just like, dang, they, they're coming back and they're already getting back into it. Or like wow. all the old groups are coming back and it's they just all decided like, hey, we're gonna gonna have a throwback party or something. They just all decided, let's all have a comeback together so we can all stand on stage and say hi to each other again. The hustle never stops. That's what they said. <laughs> so it's been cool to see. And I'm curious too, because listening to like BTB's comeback, for example. Mm-hmm. It was a very BTB sound. Like they didn't even change. It was just kind of, I was listening to it and I was like, this, this is BTB. Yeah. And so I'm kind of curious along with like G Dragon influencing. I wonder how with these older groups coming back, if they start coming back, I wonder if it's going to do anything to idols of younger generation. Please just come out with something that's not EDM. So everybody could be like, wow, I forgot there's other things besides edm that's so amazing (laughs) and everybody just goes off and they do different stuff (laughs) (laughs) that's all i ask (laughs) but is there anything else um i mean there is one big news thing but i feel like we should talk about it in another episode is that big of a topic or not big hit is on the verge of becoming a monopoly Uh, he they acquired 50 percent of koz entertainment oh wow and they bought out like two other smaller companies and i think a acting company oh they're trying to yeah um everybody's like this is great and i'm like no this is this is not great and i kind of why is it not great oh that's why i think we should do another episode you know monopolies are bad for the economy right uh no i don't know anything it's not It's not great. (laughs) Monopolies are really bad, especially for an entertainment industry, like the entertainment Mm -hmm. industry. It's really going to skew with like the sound and everything and who has the availability to do what. And just monopolies in general are bad for the economy. So I'm kind of meh about it. Mm. And I'm also curious how this came about because Zuko's in the army and he's the CEO. So apparently there's another acting CEO right now. Did they just sell 50% of his company? (laughs) The tea is hot. I'm sure he knows. K-pop fans don't know business, so they don't know because they were like, he he had to have like signed and agreed for it. And I was like, no, he he can't because he's in the military. He's not allowed to have another job while he's in the military serving. So he probably didn't sign anything at all. 
especially if there's another acting CEO in his place. Um, and then a lot of people don't realize in business, there are different types of takeovers. There are friendly takeovers, there are um, hostile takeovers. And so if the company is big enough, they can just flat out buy all the stocks and buy everything from the smaller company. And the smaller company has no choice but to go with it. And then there are like, there's, there's something like a reverse takeover. I think is what it's called when a small business buys out a or a small private business or just a private private business in general buys out a big business that's public. So reading through replies today on Twitter, I was like, I'm getting angry because it's clear that these people are like 15 and 16 years old and have not taken a business class. Well, I have never taken a business class, so I don't know. Oh, it was required at my high school. Oh, no. I had to take it as a sophomore mm-hmm. and then I ended up taking it just because I liked the teacher. Mm. I hated the class, but I liked the teacher. Well, that was not a requirement for us. In Hmm. Like, you would only learn about that if you're going to school for business. Oh, interesting. Yeah. But that's why I think it's a separate topic, because monopolies are not good for the economy, Lacey. Well, I guess we're going to learn about that in the next episode. (laughs) Why music to stay diverse, and you want it to stop sounding like EDM, then we can't have well the first thing i thought when if they're buying all that out i'm like they're just trying to be like every other company out here which isn't good with so many different avenues which is odd because why can't you just do that with your own yeah like why can't you just expand under your own like why do you have to what's the purpose of buying out i think i think one of their main things is they're buying out companies like pletus for example 17 newest Mm-hmm. I think their main thing is they are just buying out companies that already have groups that are established with established fan bases. For that money. Yeah, for the money. <laughs> but we can talk about that next time. Yeah. If you want. If okay, not, that's okay. fine. I'm sure it'll come up at some point, though, because they, like I said, they bought out two companies, I believe, and then a acting company. Or three companies now and an acting company. Well, you got to text uh, Zico and see, like, what he knows. He's in the army. <laughs> He can answer your text. You don't know that. (laughs) You don't know that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if you guys had any opinions about this episode, what you think of Espa, and then if if there are any older fans listening, if you have any input on how you think these older generation k-pop groups coming back how frequent it's gonna be is it gonna be like a thing now that all of them are coming back or how you think they might influence the market and the sound of newer generation groups yeah or tell us like what group would you want to come back yeah any group block b (laughs) i would love bap to come back (laughs) it's just not gonna happen it is not gonna happen actually Thinking of that, just as a random, Jaehyo and one of the KQ Entertainment artists, Maddox, I believe is his name, mm-hmm. were hosting. Oh, I don't actually think it was Maddox. Never mind. I take that back. Jaehyo, though, was hosting something with a Red Velvet member, actually, I think. And I don't know what it was for, but there was a girl group there that's like new, newer. And the question was, like, who do you guys want to collaborate with? And the girl, one of the girls in the group had said Block B. And Jaehyo was just like, that's not going to happen. They're all in the army. They're literally, <laughs> they're gone <laughs> right now. And I just thought it was so funny because it was such a Jaehyo thing to be like, Sorry to burst your bubble, but not happening. Next question. You know that's not happening, girl. <laughs> Look at us. 
it was interesting though to see a group that young built say block B. So if there's any, like Lacey said, if there's anybody that is an older group that you're like, now that people are coming back, I want this group to come back. I would love to two. I would love two p.m. to just like just just one more, just one more hit, <laughs> just one more. It's never gonna happen. Someday, hold out hope. <laughs> please just give us one more. Just please, thank you. Okay, do you have anything else to add? Thank you for listening. And to follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Bingu and Choom, if I can talk. And please leave us a review. We're trying to get there in our searches and trying to navigate that. But leave us a review. It would be really nice to know that someone's listening. (laughs) (laughs) It would, yes. Thank you, though, for tuning into this episode. It was another just relaxed, fun episode. Um, Yeah, we'll see you in the next (laughs) episode. Yeah. Next episode, whatever we decide it may be. Maybe I'll hold a business class. Maybe I will not, but we will see you there. The next episode is going to be a TED Talk. It's going to be a... <laughs> of just right now. A TED Talk. It's going to be a TED no, Talk. We're not doing that. It's a TED Talk, guys. Bye. <laughs>